Are you ready to make the right moves and unlock your passion? Welcome to From the Inside Out with your host, Carla D. Walker. To be your best self in your personal life and your business life, all you need to do is look within yourself. Now, here is Carla D. Walker. Good morning. How are you on this beautiful Tuesday morning? It's absolutely fabulous. I'm looking out the window and sun is shining and the trees are green. I love that. There's no snow. I'm in love with that as well. (laughs) But uh, uh, it's a good day. You know, there's been so much going on in in the world today. I know I've had a lot going on. I've been running around, particularly last week. Uh, trying to find, uh, looking for, not looking for Christmas presents or uh, trying to decide if I'm going to buy somebody a Christmas present. <laughs> Have they been naughty or nice? Uh, this is a question that I ask myself. But uh, one thing I, I don't want to be remiss in mentioning uh, today is um, uh, uh, about, uh, and we've heard it all week, at least since Friday, um, uh, former President George W. H. W. Bush uh, is going to be lying in state, um, and it'll be laid to rest uh, shortly. And he is uh, an old school president, if you will. So it's kind of an end of an era. I remember, a kinder, gentler uh, era. Uh, even though you may not have agreed with his politics. Um, I think, in my opinion, uh, from a leadership standpoint, uh, he was quite different from what we've uh, what we've seen lately, and I think it's been uh, uh, rightly uh, given uh, the correct tribute. Um, and, and Wall Street Journal, I just want to um, note and read something that they said today, which I which I thought was true, was that. I said, as America puts uh, Mr. Bush to rest this week, it should also pause to recognize that he didn't do what he didn't do while serving as the 41st president. His life and record are an important illustration that real leadership often involves not just doing tough things, but having the courage not to do the easy things. Uh, and I think that um, I thought that was very important for them to say about uh, uh, former President Bush, but um, also in terms of leadership. Leadership isn't always about doing the hard stuff or you know being the tough guy. Sometimes it's harder uh, to do. The easy things, or to not to do the things that may be the most easiest thing to to do, to get a laugh or uh, to get press. Um, and so it, it was a testimony to his leadership. I think all the tributes that were giving on both sides of the aisle, both from the Democrat and Republican side, and how he was able to make uh, and be friends with his rivals, which I think speaks. Uh, volumes to what we see today and um, hopefully we'll get back to an era where uh, we can disagree and but we can also go out for drinks later uh, and I'm not putting you on a hit list or I'm not making you 
uh, uh, publicly humiliating you uh, because I don't like what you said. Um, so I, we, we're in a different time uh, in America today. But um, uh, he is an old throwback. So congratulations and uh, peace be with you, um, former President Bush, uh, as you go on your way home to meet with Barbara, your mom, and your three-year-old daughter uh, who died of leukemia. Uh, There's a sweet, bittersweet homecoming. So today I was thinking, uh, I don't know if you guys look, but... uh, thinking and talking about what are those things maybe that kind of stop us in our tracks or prevent us from, you know, moving forward and taking forward motion. Uh, I think about, you know, I've had instances where I've been walking and everything is going great and I'm walking down the road and uh, you get to the end of the road you get to the end of the road and uh, or where you're trying to go and that store or that business is no longer open and you thought oh wait I thought I thought it said they were still open or they've moved in fact I had a I mean, recently I was going to get uh, uh, an eye exam and turned on my GPS and we rely on GPS so much don't we Turn on my Jeep, put in the address where they tell me it was, and followed the address there, only to find out that the place that I was going to had moved. Uh, and I had scheduled an appointment there at a particular time, and only had about 15 minutes. Fortunately, where they had moved to uh, was across the street, but my GPS hadn't picked up on that. Uh, what do you do when those kinds of things happen? Or better yet, I see this happening all the time, or you hear a lot about this happening. You're driving along. It's a beautiful day. You're making great time and pretty good pace. And then suddenly you run up against a slow driver and there's no way for you to get around that person. What do you do? Now, I have friends who will begin yelling at the driver, which is always funny to me because the driver can't hear you. So you're yelling or getting upset. Doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. And in fact, when I ask my friend, do you feel better? They tell me no. So what's the purpose of that? Or I also love it when, and I've had this happen to me, late at, I'm at night and I've got to turn on my GPS again. You know, we used to read maps. Maps were much more accurate, I think, uh, sometimes in our GPS. But I'm looking for a destination or somebody's house that I hadn't been to before. And I'm going great. Um, I've either used, and this has happened to me whether I've used uh, Google or uh, Apple Maps, uh, and now Waze, <laughs> where I'm driving and it tells me, you know, to make a turn right, make a turn left, um, in 1,000 feet, turn right, turn left. And I get to that next turn, 
to find that there's a detour because the road's closed. Now, I guess I could get angry at the GPS. I do get frustrated, I must say. I am far from perfect. I do get frustrated, and I do ask the GPS certain questions about, you know, how they got me here. But though, do I let that stop me? What do I do? How do I get around those roadblocks that get in our way? And I'm defining a roadblock. I went and looked this up. I went and looked up roadblocks. I wondered, okay, why well, do you just define roadblocks? If you think of roadblocks, you think of things that get into your way. But the definition says that it's a barricade, often with traps or mines, for holding up an enemy at a point on a road covered by fire. It's a road barricade set up usually by law enforcement officers. It is also a road barricade or something that blocks progress. I think that's what we think of it most of the time. Or prevents accomplishments of an objective. And I guess all of those things could fit uh, in terms of how we think about it relative to our lives. I mean, there may not be fire, actual fire on the road, but maybe there is a fire that you're trying to put out, you're trying to get somewhere fast, or you're trying to do something quickly, and you're not you're not making progress in that direction. So I think about, you know, what kind of roadblocks do you run into? And and I, I was asking some folks around and some of the things I got was money was a roadblock. In fact I I got that so many times where people found money was a roadblock. Not that they had too much. Never that they had too much. But always that they didn't have enough money. And I also got several times people that were identified as roadblocks. Either their family or their friends. Uh, They were either seen as negative people. uh, People who did not have their best interest at heart Um, and when I think about that I I don't know why my my mother comes to mind because we just I think we were like two ships sailing in the night but we were on different oceans Um, and just never really clicked I don't know if that's ever happened to you Uh, but even within your family there are things that try and or seem to try and stop your forward progression as you go along. Uh, education also was identified as a roadblock. And education in the sense of either you had too much, you know, maybe you're overqualified for something, or you don't have enough education. You didn't get the training, or you didn't go to school, or you don't have a degree, or you have a degree, but they don't really need a degree for this, or they're not looking for a degree for that. Or you went and you got your PhD, and they're not going to hire you because they don't want to pay you that much money. Uh, at least that's what the excuses that you, you've heard. I also was identified were mental issues. 
could be roadblocks. And that's one I hadn't thought about, but I guess that is true. If you have some kind of mental issue, perhaps uh, depression, perhaps um, you're bipolar, perhaps um, uh, you're disoriented or confused, uh, those things can be or become roadblocks if one, you're, maybe you're not aware that you have mental issues and you're operating um, uh, in that state, or two, you're aware that you have mental issues but you're not doing anything about it or you have medication, you're not taking it. Um, or three, people think you have mental issues uh, and uh, uh, that may not be the case. And another thing uh, that was mentioned to me was time management as a roadblock, that there's never enough time to do the things you want to do, which I thought was interesting. And as a question, we'll talk more about a little later, time. And uncertainty also as a roadblock, you know, not knowing what's going to happen not knowing where the next whatever is coming. And then the last roadblock that someone gave me, other than change as a roadblock, but jobs, that your job could be a roadblock to your forward progression. So in thinking in that tone, I also was wondering, well, if those are roadblocks, what do I have to do with it? How are those things preventing me? Am I contributing to the roadblock? We'll talk more about that when we come back after the break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you sometimes feel powerless over your own life? Does it seem like you're living for someone else, unsure of what your purpose is, or if you even have an important voice? 
It's time to take back that control. Tune in to Empowered with Des and Jen. They've been in the same place and have learned to regain control of their lives. They also feature amazing guests who share experiences of how they have found success. Start on your journey by listening Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Tune into From the Inside Out. To reach Carla Walker or her guest today, call us at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Carla Walker from the Inside Out at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Hey, thanks for coming back. So, we were talking about Roblox in the first segment of the show and and I left you with the question or we were talking about um, not only uncertainty, but uh, the fact that some folks see their jobs as roadblocks in terms of getting what they want. But I think the question I left you with was, what role do you have yourself in those roadblocks or putting up roadblocks or how you deal with those roadblocks? And I like to call those me blocks. And for me, me blocks are those things that I do, either consciously or unconsciously, that prevent me from moving forward. They're me blocks because I'm responsible, because of my actions or my behaviors or my beliefs or my choices. They're me blocks. And You know, so if you decide this is what you want and you still can't seem to get there, then I'm going to ask you to look at or think about what me blocks might be getting in your way. So what are some me blocks that might be getting in your way? Well, What about procrastination, the big P? How many of you out there listening start something or know that something is due or you want to do something by a certain time and you've got plenty of time to do it? Let's say something is due or ready to go in three months. When do you start on it? When do you start making forward progress toward that? Do you start as soon as you find out it's due? Or a month later, which gives you like 60 days? Or do you wait until the week before it's due and start trying to complete whatever it is that you had three months to do. 
You think about that. I think about that when it comes to April 15th. Everybody knows what April 15th is, right? So that's good old tax day, right? And every year you have people who are rushing to the post office right before 12 a.m. on the 16th so they can get their taxes filed on time. And, you know, we know we have to pay taxes. We've known we've had to pay taxes, gosh, since you got a job. And for some of you, you know, you've seen your parents struggle and, and have to pay those, go through to pay those taxes as well. But for some reason, we wait until the last minute in order to get it done. And then we're angry at the government because we got to turn it in on the 15th. Even though it's our responsibility, we know we had to do it. And we wait until the last minute. And so some of us even file extensions because we didn't have all of our paperwork or we didn't get everything that we were supposed to get done in order to make the deadline. So I don't know why we do that, but I would ask you to think about, is there anything that you can do that would prevent that last minute rush or that last minute anxiety? And I'm not speaking to you from somebody who always gets their taxes in as soon as I get my W-2s by the end of January because that's when they're supposed to have come in from um, from the government here in the United States. <clears throat> we should have our W-2s by then. I'm speaking to you as someone who has traditionally done the same thing, uh, except for the last few years, as waited until the last minute, April 14th, and now I'm doing my taxes. So I know from what from when I speak. And you feel that anxiety, right? It's like, oh my God, I have to do my taxes. Oh, I didn't turn them in. Oh my goodness, I gotta do my taxes, but I also have to do this, and they also have to do that, and I gotta go here, and I gotta do that, and how am I gonna do my taxes because I have so many other things I gotta do, and oh, I gotta pick up the kids, and I gotta cook dinner, and I gotta do this, and oh, I don't have all the paperwork, and I gotta make copies of where I'm gonna get the forms from, and I gotta do all that stuff. And it it drives you nuts, right? But I knew April 15th was coming. And for me, it was, you know, it's like, I don't want to think about having to pay taxes to anybody. I don't want to think about, you know, where I'm going to get the money from to pay the taxes or I got to file taxes to pay the government. Why didn't they just take it out on my check? Or they took it out of my check. Wasn't that enough? They want more? So I know what it's like to procrastinate. And I've also been that person who knowing I've got to do something or knowing it's done, has to be done, who will wait until the day before or three hours before or right before to do it. For some reason, my adrenaline starts pumping and I get focused and I get ideas and I start working on it. 
Um, and I'm going crazy and I'm driving everybody else crazy because I waited, I procrastinated until the last minute. And a couple of years ago, see, this has been going on in my life for a long time when I say a couple of years ago. A few years ago, I decided... I don't need to do this. Why am I? Why am I doing this? I know it's due. I should just go ahead and put it together and do it. So I started doing that, and and my, I, I still don't do that 100 percent of the time. But on those big things or on those things that are important, usually when I find out that they're due, I start doing them right away so that when they're due, I have them there on time or sometimes before time, which I really love to do anyway. Another meebok is. Being comfortable with who you are or where you are. And so by that I mean if you get comfortable, then sometimes you're not willing to step that toe out into the pond or to take a risk and do something that makes you uncomfortable, even if it will help you accomplish your goal or go to that next step. You know, even if it means freeing yourself from whatever's been blocking you, from whatever has been holding you back, because you're comfortable, you may have a tendency not to do it because it's going to make you uncomfortable. And, you know, right now we live in a society or in a world, I should say, where we've got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because there's so much new going on around us and we don't know everything and things are happening so quickly that we've got to move forward and keep moving forward and we can't often just sit comfortably in that space Sometimes we have to be willing to get uncomfortable in order to move those things forward, depending on what it is we're trying to do. Also, another me block is self-judgment. How many times have you decided to do something and you've talked yourself out of it because you've told yourself, you can't do it because of A, B, C, D, and D. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not cute enough. You're too old. You're too young. You don't have enough money. You don't have the right pen. You don't have the right clothes. You don't have the this or the that. Or, you know, you tried to do that before and it never really worked. So why try to do it again? You're judging yourself. <clears throat> prevents you from moving forward. It can stop you in your tracks. And nobody has to judge you if you do it yourself. In fact, I was talking to a gentleman the other day who was, he was doing a class, he was training a class, was absolutely fabulous at this class. And then he was asking for feedback. And before we could give him feedback, he was already telling us what he did wrong. He was already self-judging. And what came to mind was, don't give people ammunition to use against you by self-judging yourself. People are going to do that anyway. 
comes with the territory of being human, of working with people in life. Use the information that you're getting in terms of your feedback. Let people give you feedback and then use that to improve or enhance or be your best. But you don't have to self-judge and then and then stop yourself from going forward. That often happens when we're doing that. Too much judgment of yourself. Also, control. Having to be in control of everything. I was talking with a fr- uh, young lady, or there's a young lady that I, that I used to work with, who would be absolutely crazy if you made the slightest change in anything because she had put it together and it was it was the way that she thought it should be and nobody else, she wouldn't allow anybody else to uh, provide input. She wanted to be in control. Now, the other piece of that is that she was also a perfectionist. We live in a world where we strive for perfection, but we'll never reach it. I used to work with a company that, that was what, one of the things that we had was that we strive for perfection. So we are con- constantly changing. But just because I changed the process or changed the product, doesn't mean that the product was bad before we changed it or the process was wrong. It's just that we were continually looking for something better or to make it better. But you have to be careful if you are a perfectionist. If you're trying to make everything perfect, nine times out of ten, it's not going to happen. Because there's going to be some fly in the ointment, if you will. And so you have to figure out, how am I going to deal with that? What am I going to do so that that perfectionist streak in me or that need to control everything, and in some cases, everybody, doesn't take over my being, doesn't stop me from moving forward, doesn't prevent me from building strong relationships that could help me in my path moving forward. And then the other meat block that we have as well is your health. How many of you, me included, know that perhaps, let's say you haven't seen a doctor in years and that perhaps you should go to see a doctor because you haven't been feeling your best. But for some reason, You've decided you're going to self-medicate. And you're self-medicating when you didn't have to. You're self-medicating and maybe it's doing more harm than good. Even if you go once a year for a physical, that one time may result in you finding out information that helps improve your well-being, that helps improve your way of life. 
You have to take care of you. Because if you don't take care of you, it's going to be difficult for other people to. You know, think about it. That one time that you went and you had that breast exam that you'd been dreading and not doing, that one showed that there was something there and they were able to remove it. And then it's no other issue since. Or that prostate exam that you'd been dreading, that you didn't want to take. And they found out there was a mass there that if they don't remove it right away, could be more serious, but you got that taken care of. Or maybe you had high blood pressure. Or perhaps it was more than that. Perhaps you needed to be on medication for your diabetes. Perhaps you didn't even know you had diabetes. So we've got to be careful and we've got to watch ourselves and make sure that we are taking care of our health. And I know that what I've talked about are very serious illnesses, but even a cold, a sniffle, you know, you got to take care of you. Exercise. You know, we've become a very sedentary society. you got to keep the body moving. The body was made to move and to bend and to stretch and to be flexible. And if you don't bend or stretch your limbs and your body, then it will, for lack of a better word, freeze up. It won't move. It'll lock itself down. And you won't be able to enjoy your life as fully as you could have otherwise. So make sure uh, that you're taking care of yourself. Uh, The other thing that is a me block is you not are being unwilling to do whatever it takes in order to make it happen, to get it done. You know, there are times when we say we want to do something or we put a goal out there and we say, this is where I'm going to go. This is what I'm going to do. And we tell people about it and we go along and guess what? Opportunity comes to us and there's certain things we need to do to accomplish it. But, oh, it's too hard. Oh, you mean I've got to do that? Oh. I mean, I have to go meet with this. Oh, you mean I may have to get up at 7 instead of 12 to go make this appointment? Oh, we will always find some excuse to self-sabotage ourselves because inside we're afraid of the success that could happen if we just do what we said we were going to do. If we start moving down that road. And the fear of success is real. I know that people say, what do you mean fear of success? Why would people be afraid of success? Well, it's a great question, but know that people are. 
afraid of success and will begin to self-sabotage. You decide, you made, you set a goal for yourself or you have a dream to do something. And instead of taking action toward that dream, you put up me blocks along the way to prevent yourself from ever succeeding in that dream. And now you a lot of times we'll blame somebody else. Oh, he didn't give me this, or they didn't allow me to do that, or oh, I didn't have time because I didn't get my hair done, or perhaps I didn't have the right shoes, or there's always something that we will identify that has the effect of sabotage because we are afraid. And fear is very real. And that fear can prevent us from doing what we know we should do. It can prevent us from accomplishing our goals, from being great, from living our best life. So what does fear make us do? Fear make us say, I'll do that later because I'm not really comfortable doing that now. Now, we don't say that out loud necessarily, but our actions, our actions or inactions help to demonstrate just that. Or what we'll do is, well, I'll do it in five years. I, I, you know, I, I know that's a goal that I have. I'm going to do it in five years. Well, what are you doing to work toward that goal? What are those one, two, three steps that you're going to take that are going to move you closer? Well, I don't have to worry about that right now because you know that's, that's five years away. Really? A lot can happen between now and five years. If you really want it, you need to start taking steps toward making it happen. Or, oh, you know, well, I, I, I want it to be perfect, you know? Uh, the time isn't right now, so, you know, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and as soon as I get that done, then I could do, I could do that, and, and, and sure, you know, I want to make the timing perfect and the timing right so that I can get everything perfect and, and have all my questions answered and get everything done uh, before I move forward because, you know, that's what it is. Well, guess what? The time is now. The time is not five years from now to start doing it. What would be the worst thing or the best thing that would happen if you started today? If you said, you know, I, I, I'm a little nervous about doing this, but I am going to go ahead and do it anyway. And I'm going to take small steps and do it. I'm going to do this little piece and then I'll do the next piece. I want to think about this like Swiss cheese. 
think about doing this like you look at a block of cheese, it has holes in it. Think about Swiss cheese, it has holes in it. So if your dream or your life is this big slab of cheese and you have a particular goal or destination for that, how do you pluck little holes out of it? in order to get to it so that eventually it's not this big slab of cheese but it becomes a wedge where you can see how you're moving forward you're taking actions and as you take actions another piece falls out and take actions something else comes out and it's not necessarily anything big but it's small holes that make a difference in terms of moving that forward and and if cheese isn't your thing, I'm sorry. I I I've been I guess I was in Wisconsin too long where they make great cheese. <laughs> but if if you think of it that way, that you've got this big goal and maybe lofty, maybe something that you've never done before, but it's something that you feel a passion for. It's something that you say, This is my purpose, this is what I gotta do. I can feel it. But in order to get there, I need to take small steps in order to accomplish it right now. Or maybe you need to take one big bite out of it, one big chunk out of it, and then continue to take smaller pieces as you go. But don't let fear prevent you from moving or doing something that you want to do. I remember when I was younger, wanting to be a professional singer. I had, I think I told you, I used to go in the bathroom when I was young and take my then record player and play music and sing in the mirror and I'd have my brush you guys all know this, a brush or a comb, something with a, you know, a good head on it so that I could sing into the microphone. And that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I wanted to do that. But I was a shy kid and didn't know how I was going to make that happen. But I wanted to be on stage but I was afraid. I was afraid of what people would say, how people would judge me. I was judging myself. I felt I could sing just as well as anybody else that I was hearing, but I was afraid to go on that stage and do it because I didn't want anybody to boo me. I had watched, (laughs) I had been to the Apollo Theater in New York and I have seen people boo people off the stage. And if you guys have never been to the Apollo, that is an experience, I think it's still open that that, uh, I'd advise you to to take and, and be there. So looks like we may be coming up on a break. And 
I want to make sure that we get back to this uh, just a little bit. But <clears throat> if you conquer your fears, then you will also conquer life. If you conquer your fear, then you will be able to accomplish your goal. Don't be scared. Step out there. Take that risk. It is not going to hurt. I promise you, you will be better for it if you're able to do that. Things will not be as bad as you think they are. In fact, reframe Reframe your mind and ask yourself, what's the best thing that would happen if I'm able to do this? And not even if I'm able to do it, what's the best thing that will happen when I do this, as I do this? What's going to come out of it? You're going to find a whole lot about yourself, who you are, who your friends are who they're not, who supports you. And you may even find that you love yourself more than you thought you did. So we'll come back after the break with a few strategies or things that you can do to keep moving forward with these roadblocks and me blocks and time. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit VoiceAmerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life, but you don't believe you are a leader, that it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned into from the inside out to reach carla walker or her guest today call us at 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to carla walker from the inside out at gmail.com now back to the show hi we're back uh we're coming to the end of our show here i want to get back to what we were talking about before. So we ended up talking about fear. And remember, um, someone once said, I think it was, yeah, Franklin Roosevelt, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And that's very true, you know. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. When you think about that, I think about that in context of individuals who have had struggles. I mean, I, I think about my life and, and some of the things that I have had to go through. And then I think about other people who've had uh, uh, maybe far worse things that they've had to struggle uh, and learn to deal with. And, you know, one person that I think about um, is Helen Keller. And here's a young lady who was deaf and blind uh, since she was 18 months old. And they did a, a movie about her a uh, little bit of adapt- adaptation of her life, uh, the Miracle Worker, which is absolutely brilliant. Watch if you if you see it. Watch the black and white version with Anne Bancroft and and Patty Duke. But it was absolutely fabulous in terms of looking at the struggles and the roadblock that this young lady had until her parents decided that they needed to take a step outside of what the norms were and get someone in there to help her. And from that, I mean, she fought every step of the way uh, until her teacher finally reached what was inside of her and showed her how to pull that out. Or I was also looking at uh, some other things, uh, Jake Olson who I'm fascinated by, who's completely blind. Now, this young man has no eyes, and he has no eyes because uh, he had a rare form of eye cancer, and he lost both of his eyes at a very young age. And I'm sure he's graduated now, but this young man went to the University of Southern California, and he was the long snapper. So... For those of you who don't know what a long snapper is, because I didn't know that's what it was called, but this is the young man on a football field who goes out and snaps the ball to the quarterback. Now, that's a very precise art uh, form that he had to do. But this young man over, overcome, overcame his obstacles, his roadblocks, even his me blocks. Um, and was completely blind and still was able to do something that he really, really wanted wanted to do. Uh, 
And and you look at people, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with Tough Mudder, but look at those people in those Tough Mudder competitions uh, who have had to overcome a lot of physical uh, maybe restrictions or constraints to get in shape even to do uh, those contests. Uh, But they accomplish it and they come out on the other side feeling totally different uh, and having a stronger sense of accomplishment. Or Robin Roberts, who I love, who's on GMA, and think about what she had to go through uh, to announce uh, when she was ill on GMA and that whole experience. Um, So there are tougher things out there than I think what we have necessarily in our own lives. Um, Even when we're dealing with death, Uh, that's a tough thing. But what are the strategies, what are the things that we do uh, that will help us get past that? Well, I'm taking a little page uh, out of a TED Talk that I saw uh, and Olympia LaPointe, I think it's her name, um, was doing a TED Talk and she is a actual rocket scientist. Uh, and uh, one of the youngest, if not the youngest, rocket scientists that that worked at NASA. Um, But one of the things that she said that she had to learn how to do was name her fear. What is that fear that is keeping her back? Name her fear. Then she said, you've got to reprogram your brain with different thoughts. And you must rebuild the neurons in your brain and take action. So think about that. You know, if you ever said, I don't know what's holding me back. It's just, well, name it. What is it? What is this thing that's keeping you or preventing you from doing what you need to be doing? Name it. Then you've got to reset your mind in terms of, of how you think about it. So from fear to positive. And then you've got to program yourself not to prevent yourself from doing something, but to take action uh, in terms of doing something. Also, uh, if you're saying, well, I'm going to wait for the perfect time to do that, or this time isn't right, the time is never going to be right. You got to do it now. The time is never going to be right. You got to do it now. Take a step, even if it's a small step. But keep taking those small steps or incremental steps towards your goal, and eventually you'll be there. Uh, We talked about reframing your mind. Uh, Listen to the stories that you're telling yourself, because your actions are found in those stories, or your behaviors are translated from the stories that you're telling yourself into those actions. And if the stories that you're telling yourself is that I can't, or I won't, or it's not right, or the timing is not right. You need to change the narrative of that story and start telling yourself that you can do it, you will do it, and give yourself small steps. Here's what I'm going to start doing right now. Not tomorrow, but what I'm going to start doing today. Remember that failure is not a stop. It is a destination. Okay? Or I shouldn't say failure is a stop. It's not a destination. It's, it's not a destination. It's not where you're going, but it's something that you learn from. 
you know, even though Thomas Edison failed 10,000 times, he said, I found 10,000 ways not to do it until he found the right way. You know, put your focus into the future. So focus on where you're, keep that focus in terms of where you want to go. Don't expect perfection. It's not going to happen. Take action on the life that you want. Okay. Take stock of what you're telling or what you're letting go of and express gratitude. Now, even if it didn't go right, you know, think about those things that you've been through, the experience you've been through, the life that you've led so far, the people that have been around you, the people that have supported you. Express that gratitude. Do some self-care. Take care of yourself. And cultivate and have faith in your relationships. You know, build those relationships that are going to be strong, that are going to support you, that are going to make you feel good from the inside out. And you're going to be successful. I believe in you. I think you can do it. Now you've got to do it. Take that action today. I love you from the inside out. This is Carla. See you next time. Thank you for listening to From the Inside Out. Be sure to join your host, Carla D. Walker, for another episode of the program next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have the best week.